Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy. I'm your host, Emily, certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your personal self-love journey. Let's get to work. Hi, everyone. Happy Monday. I'm actually recording on a Saturday this weekend because tomorrow, Sunday, I will be out of town until Monday morning. And I knew that I wasn't going to be able to record it then, obviously. So look at me being all proactive and not just canceling the episode for the week entirely. Super proud of myself, honestly, because the small wins are big too. (laughs) So that being said, I'm very happy to be here. And I'm also really happy with today's topic because I think no matter where you're at in your walk with self-love or honestly just even life in general, this message will have something to offer you. Um, It might be on the quicker side this episode, but honestly, sometimes all we need is a good like 11 minute rundown to give us that burst of energy or make us feel like, wow, I'm not so alone and life isn't horrible after all. Um, So I'm, I'm excited. And also it might take us like a hot minute to get to the point, but stick with me. Um, Because honestly, this episode was just like a big flow of thoughts. You'll see. And I'm speaking out loud, but I think you'll kind of see where I'm like trying to hit home at the end. Um, So basically, when I was trying to decide on what I wanted today's topic to be, I was feeling a little bit uninspired. So I started browsing through my very long list of potential topics I could use um, that I made when I first started this podcast. So like late 2020, Emily wrote all these down. And I came across um, one little topic that said, excuse me, I'm like choking, Um, (laughs) that said self-love isn't linear. Like that was going to be the topic of one of my episodes. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. Let's do that. But we're going to like kind of alter it because one, this is something that is so commonly said in the self-love world. And honestly, I've probably even said it multiple times in the podcast. Like I think it's like such a fair thing to say, like, and not even just self-love, like life isn't linear, progress isn't linear, like all these certain things. And two, I don't even believe that as a statement anymore. Like in that instant, like when I realized like, wow, that line self-love isn't linear. Like that is honestly, it doesn't have to be a truth. I wouldn't say it's necessarily false, but like it doesn't have to be a truth that we like base our life over. And this is where I say like, stick with me. Um, And I just felt this bit of like relief in my body. And you're all probably like, well, Emily, like, does that mean that self-love is linear? Does that mean I'm falling behind if I mess up? Like, what are you talking about? I thought that line was supposed to make us all feel a little bit better. Um, so here's what I'm what I'm thinking now based on what I know in this so far in my life. Um, so really quickly, we're just going to take a look at the definitions of the word linear in the English language. Um, and according to Google, there are two definitions um, and they're as follows. So number one is arranged in or extending along a straight or nearly straight line. And number two, progressing from one stage to another in a single series of steps or sequential. So to be nonlinear, that would mean that it would be that it doesn't extend in a straight line or the steps aren't progressing from one step to another. So that means that our lines are messy, our lines are moving backwards, like there's no sequence, there's no order. And I'm like, once I actually sat with that, I was like, I think that statement, if we cling to it, is defeating the purpose of what like if the statement is to try and make us feel better about ourselves I don't think it's doing that I think it's just creating space 
for like almost like an excuse. I don't know. And hear me out. This is where I'm, this is where I'm, we're going to go. So on the surface level, like, yes, I do agree with the statement self-love isn't linear, but I think we can get tripped up over this, especially someone like me who tends to be over analytical and I overthink, um, like my own life and my own growth. Um, and like, if I feel keyword, if I feel, um, if I feel like I have setbacks, then I tell myself like, oh, self-love isn't linear. When I do that, then still in my head, I'm giving myself this image that something could be or it was linear. That means straight line moving forward. But I'm just trying to tell myself that it's not that and it has to be okay with me. And honestly, it, it has become something that has been okay with me. Like, like I said, it's not bad in theory, but I still don't like that it paints this image in my mind of a straight line that I have to then destroy and be like, no, it's okay. Because really then you have this image of a crooked line or it's like negating something that was supposed to be good. I don't know. Like, why are we adding a negative connotation to something? Why are we just like not following that pathway? You'll see what I'm saying in a, in a minute. Um, like we're not taking steps backwards. So while I might feel okay with that, truly, I think we're thinking about it from the wrong point of view entirely. Because I guess my main issue is, why do we even have this image of a line in our heads anyway? Or steps, or sequence, or chaos, or anything like that? Like, why can't we just be? And the whole reason, example, like on the grand scheme of things, this world is able to be a support system and like allow us human beings to exist in this world and have life here functioning human life like it's a miracle because somehow all of these molecules and atoms and particles and properties though complete chaos somehow it just exists in a very specific type of chemical order so that we're able to live here and i'm not like a chem whiz so like in my head it makes sense i'm hopefully articulating it in the way that is making sense to you guys too but do you guys know what i'm talking about like have you heard that before example like um i so like if the earth was this was just a google search if the earth was 1.5 kilometers further away um sorry, closer to the sun. So like less than a mile. And it might seem like a long time. I know if you're running a mile, it can seem like a long time, but it's really in the like logistics of the universe. Like that is a very small amount. It would be, the earth would be uninhabitable for us as human beings. If it was just, so it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to us that yet somehow we're still here. And like, why do we look at how there's still so much chaos and so much going on in chemistry, but yet there's just like a very specific order to it that like it all works and like it's totally fine. And like these, the, though it's chaotic, it's able to work together for the good of humanity. Like, why don't we look at our own chaos in the same way? Like, I'm not sure if I'm sounding crazy right now or if I'm making complete sense, but I just think we have to ditch the image of the line. Um, and I've been talking a lot in this podcast about the present moment lately, but seriously, every time or every type of thing that we ruminate on that is bad for us either comes in the form of worry or in the form of doubt. And worry is future-focused and doubt is past-focused. So again, there's another line. Oh, future, past, like I'm here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why do we do that? Why can't we just be here and have that be enough? And of course we have memories. Of course we have provisions for the future, but why does it have to be sequential? Why can't it just 
be. I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like if we put our life on a timeline, if we lock ourselves down to that specific image, we would be signifying that one, our time comes to an end when we die. And I don't think that's true because how you know people in a relational way, how you spend your time, like that will impact future generations, the type of work you leave behind, the type of feelings you leave people feeling. And number two, if we put our time, if we put a timeline on our life, we would be signifying that it is, that if it is not linear, then wouldn't, then, oh my gosh, words, then we would be moving backwards. And that's also not true. Like, if there's going to be a direction in anything, it's going to be that every step is a step forward because yesterday is a part of history. It's already gone. Every past moment is also part of history. Like the moment you're in like two seconds ago before that, like it's part of history. It's gone. You can't get it back. So if we're going to give it a, a line at all, self-love would be linear. You know what I'm saying? So I really do hate to say it, <laughs> but I've learned to love. Actually, I don't hate to say it. I love, I love to say it, but I have learned to love my low moments because, and I'm not, you're probably saying, oh, well, you just haven't gone through anything bad then. First of all, that's subjective to the person. And second of all, I would disagree with that if someone said that to me. Um, and I don't know what you guys go through and you don't know everything that I go through, but like we're all human beings. We're not exempt to any type of pain and suffering here. But I really learned to love my low moments and sit with them because with the right amount of TLC, no matter how many times I feel the same kind of situation repeating itself, no matter how bad it hurts, no matter how I feel inconvenienced, no, how, no matter how much I don't want or desire to feel a certain way, I am convinced that each and every one of those low moments have and will have because though I don't expect them, I am still a human, so I'm not immune to it. I know that those low, moment, low moments have projected me into a better version of myself, a more mature, a kinder, more compassionate, more well-spoken, well-rounded, more loving person of myself. So I wouldn't trade those low moments for better ones, even if I could go back and change it because I love who I am today and who's to say that I would if I didn't have those moments projecting me into the future, into like who I am right now. And you may not agree with me. You may say, oh, well, I wouldn't want to go through that again. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. That pain was so bad. So yeah, girl, I would go want to go back and change that. But then I would say back to you, well, reality is you don't have that option. And reality is like, I say we're not immune to pain. So the choice then that we all have is to either rejoice in pain or suffer in pain. And it sounds a little ridiculous. It almost sounds like offensive for me to say that because like I said, I don't know what you guys are going through or how painful it is, but I know what I've gone through. And I know that when I choose to rejoice instead of sit in my suffering, it makes it just a little teeny tiny bit more bearable. And I, like I said, have learn to love my low moments. It's when I become most in tune with myself. I learn more about myself, my creator, like who the people are around me. Like I really just dive into how I can have more wisdom and the limit to wisdom doesn't exist. So I don't know. It's almost just like the life is my, like life is my classroom and it's just like another opportunity to learn and just have goodness and get myself to a better point in the future. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I just think when we have those rejoices, either rejoicing or suffering, we are more likely to stay fixated on gratitude that underlies our life rather than the lack of gratitude of a certain situation. 
when we choose to rejoice over suffer. And I would rather focus on the underlying gratitude than focus on my lack. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And it's almost like, it, it almost feels like offensive. Like I said, saying that, like, I may be like, oh, well, like, you know, like choosing to sit in your lack, like can be beneficial too. But like, I don't even know if I even believe that. Like, I, I do think like acknowledge how bad it hurts, but then why sit there? Like that, it can, if it can be a choice, if you're putting your, like, I just feel like, why sit there? Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to? And obviously it's way easier said than done that I can obviously agree with, but I don't know guys. Um, but I want to play a little game. <laughs> Basically what's going to happen is we're going to put like a little gratitude list together. We're going to get some statements going. So I'm going to start off opening and saying one of my gratitudes. Then I'm going to give you like a couple seconds to answer with yours. You can do it mentally in your head if you're on a walk or out loud if you're in the car or whatever. Um, and then we're going to go for a couple rounds. And then the goal is that when you leave the episode, you leave with a lot of little things to be grateful for, giving you a wider appreciation for every single moment in your life, no matter what you're going through today. Um, because it's really just about finding little blessings. You know, the big blessings are great, but they don't always happen all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not every single day someone that you love gets married. It's not every single day someone that you love has a baby, you know? And if you're only focusing on those moments and the moments that are also terribly awful, like the loss of a loved one or someone getting sick, like those are also going to, that if that, if all you're waiting for is the big blessings, then the big like rejections are like take more precedence over your life. So I just think the key to letting things hurt less is to be focusing on the gratitude more. And if you can find gratitude in the little things, then you, it's kind of like, I don't know, taking vitamins before you get sick and then maybe only get sick like a little bit. <laughs> I know it's like not how that like always works, but like, <laughs> um, I don't know if you're, if you're getting my analogy, I think it can be helpful. Um, Alrighty, so I'm going to go first with a gratitude list and I'm going to say, okay, your turn. I'll give you a couple seconds to answer and then I'll say my thing again. All right, so something that I'm grateful for today is that I get to connect with you guys through this podcast. All right, you go next. That's really great. All right, so the next thing that I'm grateful for today is for Monday mornings because me personally, that brings a new sense of motivation even if I'm not really motivated. Your turn. That's a good one. All right, so my next grat gratitude, something that I'm grateful for today is for a sky that wakes up with me each morning. I'm never alone, you know? All right, your turn. Another thing I'm grateful for is being able to read, write, and speak in order to communicate with my loved ones because something that I love is talking, calling, making cards for people. So I'm just really grateful for that. All right, what do you have next? All right, and last but not least, I am grateful for the ability to find joy no matter my circumstance because it's a choice. What is your last one? What are you grateful for? All right, that was really great. I think we had a really nice little list going and I hope it lifted your spirits. <laughs> so no, 
Um, I don't believe that self-love is not linear. Linear. If anything, it would it would be linear because we're constantly moving forward. But really, it's not a line at all. Life in general also is like not a life at all. Or you would have a series of steps. And to have a series of steps we, would mean that you can also move backwards. And you don't move backwards. You would only be able to move forward. Um, so it's a confusing concept. But I hopefully we got to – hopefully I was able to share my thoughts to get you guys on the same page. And – even if we're not on the same page, that's totally cool. But if we are on the same page, I hope it motivated you in a way and kind of made you feel a little bit of relief that I felt. Because um, you can only be here and each moment of here is molding you into all that you will be in the future. So I highly encourage you to fixate your thoughts on the underlying goodness of your life and know that this too shall pass, whatever it may be, because it always will if you let it. Um, and just remember that you are strong, you are capable, and you are absolutely 100% worthy of being here today. Trust that you will be who you wish to be. That's it, my God, you guys, my guys. <laughs> That's it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, so yeah, be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone who you think could benefit from hearing from it. Um, apparently, if you guys do, would, if you would like to take the time to rate interview as well as follow or subscribe, um, it will help other people find the podcast and we can get the word out together. Um, so if you'd like to do that and take the time, I would so appreciate it as always. I know I say the same thing every week, um, so it probably sounds really like robotic at this point, but I really do appreciate it if you guys take that time. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to chat with you next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO. the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else who you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more self-love inspired content and updates about the show. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. So please feel welcome to contact me at any point in time. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Human connection is one of the things I value most, so I can't wait to get to know you. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly motivational messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSPOD. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. XOXO, Emily.